Welcome home, modern mystic, to the place where your soul-seeking journey will never feel lonely again. Welcome to the place where wonder and awe are an everyday occurrence, where transformation and alchemy are the name of the game, and where you always leave more empowered and expanded than you were when you came. I'm Haley Winter, and I invite you to meet me here at the bridge where science, psychology, and spirituality merge, and together we'll explore the magic and mystery of this human experience. This is your guide to the universe. Have you ever seen that quote that's like, life isn't about finding yourself. Life is about creating yourself. Well, hot take. Actually, it's both. And that is what we're talking about on today's brief episode of Psyche Saturday. This is sort of a part two to last week's Psyche Saturday episode where we started diving into the ego and the middle unconscious. So if you haven't listened to that episode yet, pause this one, go and listen to that one first, and then come back here because that episode is a really solid foundation for any and all discussions about all things ego. And that is the realm that we are talking about today. We're talking about the self the self that you find, and the self that you create. And we're talking specifically like little self, so little s self versus big s self, which is something we'll talk about another time when we get more into the realm of the higher unconscious. But this little s self is the self that's associated with our ego. It's our identity. It's the person that we understand ourselves to be. So think of your little s self, your ego, your identity, as the one that you describe when you describe yourself to others, or the embodied human aspect of who you understand yourself to be. So like the you that's a person in the world living in a body. Another way to think about your ego self or your identity is your self-concept. That's a word that's actually kind of a buzzword right now in the spiritual space and in the personal development space, because a lot of people are starting to listen to like Neville Goddard, for example, and other new thought, as they were called, authors and leaders from the 20th century. So you might have heard that term self-concept before. And these are all really just different ways of talking about the same umbrella aspect of the self, the little s self, our identity, our ego. Now, getting back to this quote that I opened this episode with, life isn't about finding yourself, it's about creating yourself. One of the most interesting dynamics of the ego, of this identity self, this little s self, this self-concept, is that, first of all, the ego is a process. It's not a thing. Like it's not a solid fixed concept that stays the same. It evolves and it changes over time. It grows as you grow. It develops as you develop. It's not some, you know, pre-existing kind of statuesque 
aspect of the self that's just waiting to be uncovered and discovered as is. It is a fluctuating state of being. It's a process, not a product. So that's one part of this interesting dynamic of the ego. The next layer to that is that this process of the ego is both a process of self-discovery and self-creation. So like I was saying, life is about both finding yourself and creating yourself. No offense to whoever made that cat poster or Pinterest quote or whatever it is, but the reality is that it truly is both. And I know that those two aspects seem a little bit oppositional at first glance, right? Like either we discover what's already there or we create what we want to be. Surely it can't be both things, but it is. It's and energy, which we love here on the Modern Mystics Guide to the Universe. It's both. We both discover and create ourselves. Both of those aspects of the self exist. They just exist in different and complementary ways. Cultivating a healthy relationship with the ego is truly about both discovering and creating the self. It's about exploring the depths of yourself through self-inquiry and through intentional growth and transformation, intuitive work, self-love, so on and so forth. And through that process, learning about what is true for you, the core and the center of the truth of your being, that's what you discover. And from that point where you discover the truth that is waiting for you within, you then get to the creation phase, the choice phase, where you can choose the qualities to embody and you choose the actions you want to take and you choose what you want to create with your energy and you choose your ways of being. Now, I know the way that I just described that made it sound like a linear process. Like first you discover that truth within and then from there you choose the qualities to embody and so on and so forth. And While that's the easiest way to communicate it, it's actually not that simple in practice. It's not linear. Nothing ever is. (laughs) And it's really more of a cyclical, spiral, connected process. You discover things, you choose things. Then you discover more things. Then you choose more things. And of course, because the ego is a process, not a fixed state, there's always going to be fluctuation. There's always going to be growth. There's always going to be change. The core of your truth, that kind of part of yourself that you discover, is going to evolve as you do. And just the same, the way that you express and embody that truth, which is that creation aspect, is going to evolve and grow and change as you do as well. These are connected and intuitive processes. And the more deeply you inquire about yourself and you pay attention to yourself and you take efforts to understand yourself and develop an intuitive connection with yourself and trust yourself and love yourself, the easier and more in flow this process of ego is going to be, the healthier your relationship with your ego is going to be, and the more fulfilled you will end up being by this 
constant process of both finding and creating yourself. Now, I'm sorry to burst your bubble (laughs) if you had a bubble thinking that maybe one day you would truly get to like the end result. You would get to that finish line where you know exactly who you are and you know exactly how to embody that and you're good to go. It's just not human reality, dude. It's just not the case. But when you can really embrace this process of both discovering and creating yourself and really embrace the fact that it's never ending, it's not daunting, it's exciting. The fact that you really can always discover more about who you are. And on top of that, you can always change and transform and create differently and choose differently about how you choose to embody. It makes life very interesting. It makes being you very exciting. And it doesn't need to be a source of stress. It can be a source of wonder and awe. So I invite you to tune into that energy of possibility that is innate within this process of ego discovery and ego creation. It can be really fun. So let it be fun. Now, to kind of wrap up this little episode today, I want to share a bit about what I've noticed that kind of helps me discern this discovery aspect of the ego from the creation aspect of the ego based on my, you know, decade plus of education in the field of psychology and my professional experience as a therapist and now a coach. And of course, also my many, 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 many years of intentional personal and spiritual development work. I've noticed a few themes and I want to share them with you. Of course, like all things, don't take anything that I say as gospel. Trust your intuition and take what resonates and leave the rest. You're going to understand what's true for you as you go through the inquiry process and the process of getting to know yourself more. And so you'll see how much this rings true for you or not. And spoiler alert, that's a whole part of the self-discovery process in and of itself, learning what feels true to you. That's literally what it's about. So, My observation has been that this discovery aspect, like the parts of our self, our little s self, our identity, our self-concept, that we discover as opposed to create, tends to be the parts of our self that are more categorized by like the what. So think values, desires, natural tendencies, so on and so forth. That kind of content of our consciousness tends to be more what we discover rather than what we create. We don't typically intentionally create our values or our desires or our natural tendencies, the things that, you know, come more naturally to us or feel more innately like who we are. And you probably understand this, right? Even if you may have never thought about this consciously, you've probably said at some point like, oh wow, this really feels like me. That shows you that self-discovery aspect. That shows you that intuitively you've connected with something that resonates with the core of your being. And that's what the self-discovery part of this process of ego is all about. It's about tuning into what feels like you. 
And this really is a process of discovery. You learn by exploration and inquiry and trial what feels like you and what doesn't feel like you. And so keep that in mind as you're kind of moving on from this episode and moving forward in your own growth and development and transformation journey in this life. What feels like you? Always be on the lookout for what feels like you. Because of course, this is going to take many different forms and it goes beyond values and desires and tendencies. I mean, it could it could be music. It could be a place that you go or an article of clothing. I mean, the ways that this can manifest are truly infinite. And that's kind of the point. And if you start to, like I was saying earlier, embrace this openness to possibility and embrace this attitude of curiosity and exploration on this journey of self-discovery, you can start to see every interaction you have and every experience you move through and everything in life that you encounter as an opportunity and almost as like a mirror to reflect to you what feels like me, what resonates with me, what reflects to me something that's true about myself. And on the flip side, what doesn't? What doesn't feel like you? What does not resonate with you? What reflects to you the actual antithesis of who you believe yourself to be and who you feel yourself to be? All of that has information. And when we start to relate with life this way and relate with the world this way, we become actively engaged in our lives and actively engaged in ourselves and in our self-discovery. We use every aspect and every moment of our life as an opportunity to discover more about who we are. And it makes life so rich and it makes your relationship with yourself so deep and so connected. So just think about that and see how you find that to be true. And you can intentionally tune into this by looking at, you know, what do you value? What do you desire? What do you feel are more of your natural tendencies? You can start this intentional self-discovery process there with kind of those more concrete, more identifiable things that you can just call into your consciousness almost at will. And you can kind of understand how you didn't really do anything on purpose necessarily to create these values or desires or tendencies, much like you didn't do anything on purpose to you know, stumble upon this one shirt at this store that just feels so much like you and it has your vibe, you know, that wasn't an on-purpose thing. It's something that you discover. It's something you stumble upon. It's a treasure that you unearth. And that is an amazing part of this process. Now, of course, we have the other side, which is the self-creation side. And what I've noticed is that just as this discovery piece tends to relate more with the what of who we are, the creation piece tends to relate more with the how of who we are. So think the choices that you make and the actions that you take and the way that you embody certain qualities and the decisions that you make in your everyday life. It's how you choose to show up. That's the creation aspect. And so you have this discovery piece, which is the core truth of what feels true for you. It's what resonates with you. It, it feels like you. It, it is the central aspect of your being. The way that you embody that and express that into the world, that's the how. That is the self-creation. 
So you discover the core of the self, and then you create the self by how you then choose with your conscious mind, with your intentional human creative abilities, you choose how to bring that truth to light. You choose how to express that into the world. You choose how to take action on it. That is the self that we create, or rather the aspect of the self that we create. And so you can be really intentional about this, just like you can be intentional about the self-discovery piece. You can ask yourself, how am I choosing to be today? Who am I choosing to be today? How are my choices reflecting my truth and expressing my truth? How are the actions that I'm taking expressing who I am? How do they align with who I understand myself to be? How are the qualities that I'm choosing to embody in my life supporting the me that I most align with? How are the things that I create with my energy a natural expression of the truth of my being? A lot of times we don't do this intentionally, right? A lot of the times we just move through our days on autopilot. And so this creation aspect of the self tends to lie dormant a lot of the time. And we have an opportunity to change that. We have an opportunity to create ourselves on purpose by making sure that the way that we embody the how of ourselves, the way that we express, the way that we choose, the way that we act, the way that we create, making sure that that expresses and reflects who we are. And you might have never asked yourself that question, or maybe not made a habit of it, or maybe you ask yourself this every day, and if so, power to you. But it can be really eye-opening when you first get in the habit of looking at how you show up in your daily life and the things that you do on an everyday basis. And if you really think about, are the choices that I'm making and the actions that I'm taking and the things that I'm doing in alignment with truth? Do they feel like me? Does this feel like me? I bet you'll be surprised at what does and what doesn't. And pay attention to that. When you ask yourself that question, feel for the truth of it. Feel for that answer. And you'll know. You'll know what's not in alignment. You'll know what, you know, what aspects of your how, what aspects of the way that you're showing up to life aren't reflective of these parts of you that are there to be discovered, aren't reflective of your values and your desires and your tendencies and your core truth. And you'll know what are, because it'll feel easy. It'll feel in flow. It'll feel exciting and life-giving. Whereas the things that aren't in alignment feel like a drain. They feel like a total drag. They feel like force rather than flow. So look for that in your life and understand that these feelings that you get, this force or flow, this feels like me or doesn't feel like me, this is all telling you valuable information about who you are, about your ego, about yourself, about this human person that you came here to be. And the more intentional you can be about paying attention to those inner cues, which is that self-discovery, and then taking action to reflect on the information that you find, which is that self-creation, the more you'll find that you trust yourself because you know yourself and understand yourself, and the more you will love yourself as a result of those things, 
and the more you'll feel aligned and at ease in your life and the more you'll be able to fully engage and fully express and fully feel like you. Because that's the point, isn't it? To feel fully like who we are. That's what we're here to do. You are the universe experiencing itself in the unique way that is you. And the only way that you can give the universe that full experience is by investing your energy and your attention and your intention into this process of discovering the truths of who you are and how you came here to be, and then creating the self by following suit, by taking action on the truths that you find. When you do that, you will be fully expressed. You will be in a healthy relationship with your ego and you'll be thriving straight up, even in times of challenge. And you know, this isn't a sunshine and rainbows podcast. Life isn't always happy-go-lucky. But when you're in alignment with who you are, when you are fully engaged in this process of self-discovery and self-creation, and you are showing up in your life in a way that reflects and expresses the truth of your being, the hard moments don't feel so hard anymore. And the lows don't feel so low. And you don't spend your life anxious and awaiting the rug to be pulled out from under you or waiting for the next curveball or waiting for the next shoe to drop because you know yourself and so you trust yourself and you make better decisions that align with the truth of yourself, which minimizes the situations that put you into a state of chaos and creates an inner environment that allows you to move through any chaos that you do face without being completely destabilized by it. So aside from the rewards of just the fulfillment of fully expressing who you are and really knowing and loving who you are, you have the ability when you do this work and really dive into this process of discovering and creating your ego, yourself, to move through your life in a way that is strong and trusting and stable and true to you, no matter what curveballs get thrown at you. And there's nothing, no magic pill, no person, no outer expert who can replace that type of trust. So I encourage you to get curious with yourself and move through the rest of your day today, looking at your experience as a mirror that's reflecting to you the truths that are waiting to be discovered about yourself the things that feel like you and the things that don't, and being intentional about how you're creating yourself and asking yourself, are my choices and my actions and my creations in alignment with my truth? Do they feel like me? Do they enhance me? Do they express me? If yes, do more of it. If no, do less and look at that and adjust what needs to change here because that has information for you. So I hope you enjoyed this quick and free-flowing deep dive part two into the ego. Of course, as always, I would love to hear your thoughts. I would love to hear if anything was triggered for you or if anything came up for you. Let's talk about it. Drop me a line on Instagram at Alchemy and Archetype or hit me up in my email if you go old school. All of my contact information is in the show notes. And as usual... I can't wait to talk to you again tomorrow. Happy weekend, my dude.
Thank you so much for joining me today for this adventure into the realm of cosmic consciousness. I'm infinitely stoked and eternally grateful to have you by my side on this journey. If you valued this episode, make sure you subscribe and stick around for more magic. And if you want to cultivate some extra good karma, go ahead and write a five-star review or share this episode so that other modern mystics can find their way home to us. I can't wait to connect with you again tomorrow. Now go get them, you infinitely powerful being you.